Hey, it's Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Leonard Defines. Leonard is all the way from Pennsylvania with over 35 years of experience in real estate. Leonard is the owner of Home Solution Realty Group and a member of the National Association of Realtors Philadelphia and Box County Home Specialist. He believes a professional who values clients and their individual needs above all else and nothing less. With that being said, let's welcome to our today's guest, Leonard Defines. Leonard, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I look forward to sharing some of my experience with you and all of your colleagues there. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Leonard, I already know that you are from Philadelphia. Like, you are running your business over there. You have a great team. You have also a lot of experience in the real estate business, right? Tell us, our audience, uh, something about yourself that most people don't know. I'm a certified chef. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. When I started my real estate career, I grew up in the restaurant business. Okay. And I was always intrigued because food is like music to the soul of people. All right. I enjoyed feeding people. So I became a culinary chef. I went to Le Cordon Bleu in London part time. And then I came back to Philadelphia and I taught adults and I taught high school students the art of culinary education and how to cook and how to prepare, and how to serve. And I did that 30 years in business. However, I'll point out to you that the day I started teaching, okay, I also started a career in real estate because I wanted my family to have the best in life. Yeah. I wanted to be able to provide them as much opportunity and good things in life that my father provided to me as a restaurant person. Yeah, Very few people know that I was a teacher and very few people know all right. That uh, and the other thing is, I've been married happily for forty-seven years. Yeah, <laughs> that's really great, great, Leonard. <laughs> okay, I also like to, uh, you know, uh, cook the food. Uh, like uh, you know, right now I'm just dieting, so I'm just preparing my food myself. And the thing is that right now I'm just looking to build a discipline because you know, like when you are cooking the food, you have to ready all the ingredients, right? So that's plus. Yeah, in that way, I'm just building a discipline within me as well as I just want to cook a really good so that uh, I can deliver to my friends, colleagues. And uh, if I got a chance, then I can also easily deliver to you. Okay, anytime. You send me an email, whatever. Yeah. When you come here, I'll take you to eat nice places, good places. Definitely, I'll be definitely. Okay, so uh, let's uh, move to the entrepreneurial journey because, you know, like I believe every entrepreneur has a great story behind it, right? So tell us about your entrepreneurial bug. That uh, How did you cast the entrepreneurial sure. bug? Well, my feeling that I always wanted to own my own business, as I said previously, was because my entire family, everyone, they all came to this country, okay? Yeah. And they all became entrepreneurs or businessmen. Wow. Not the type of big business that we wanted, but for example, my father owned a restaurant. Okay. I had another uncle who repaired cars. He had his own business. I had another uncle, okay, who was a butcher, all right, in the meats. So my whole family all the time, our our family, and also being of the Italian descent, we were very close as a family together and we worked together. So as I grew older, I knew I didn't want to be a salesperson because a salesperson is limited in the amount of money that they can make. I wanted to be an entrepreneur where that I could continue to grow myself, my business, and to be able to share my experiences. So when I became my first entrepreneur, 
Okay, yeah. it was I opened up a small restaurant of my own. Yeah. And it was very small. We did maybe sandwiches and different types of food with people. It was very successful. And I sold the business for a profit. It was okay. a very profitable business. It didn't make me rich, but I was also teaching school at that time. And the two of them being a restaurant, you know, and teaching, I had the background. And I sold it to a friend of mine. At that point, I got licensed as my real in the real estate business. It was about a year later. And I went to work for, I had a very good trainer. When you come to work, you have to have somebody who's willing to train you and spend the time. And mm -hmm. me being a teacher, okay, mm -hmm. I always ask questions, just yeah. like I ask questions of the students. And as a real estate person, you always have to be asking questions. You have to be in the building stage. You have to be in the learning stage, right. okay, of your business. And you also have to be able to accept a problem, okay, and work that problem through. So I grew as an entrepreneur. And then the first opportunity in real estate to become an entrepreneur was I worked for Remax. Okay. At that time, when they opened in Philadelphia, I was maybe one of the first agents there. And I worked with them for 16 years. So I'd go to teach and then I'd do real estate. Other people, they go teach and they go sit at the bar and sat home. But I had the desire and the drive to, to become much more successful. So then you needed, I needed to find an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur, my niche. What did I want to do? So I learned how to build homes. Okay. okay? And I became probably the number one salesperson for new homes in the Northeast Philadelphia area. Not one building, but a couple of builders. And I've sold a lot of homes in, in my entire life. I just wow. finished my last project a couple months ago, you know, from there. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you have to plan. Yeah. What is your plan? What are you going to do? Right. How are you going to get there? Got See, it. a lot of people plan it, they start to build it, and then they want to manage it. You yeah. can't manage. You right. have to constantly be building your business, okay, to get to the next level. Got it. You don't become complacent in the business itself. Yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Because, see, like if you want to be a self-employed, then yes, you need to do everything. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to learn that how to build a team, how to do the work by using some people so that you will get the time. And, you know, like operating the business as an entrepreneur, it will give a real kick and it will give a real satisfaction, right? You have to be satisfied. If you're not happy, you're doing something wrong in life. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. So as I was with Remax, I started to say, hey, maybe I now I'm going to open my own company. And I had another friend who worked in this in another office. And honestly, he was from India. Okay. His name was Joseph, Manuel Joseph. And we decided we're paying all this money here as two agents working at these companies. Why don't we join together and we, we start our own company? So we went and we opened up our own business and it was a very successful business for, I'd say, 10 years together as partners. And we're still very good friends, him and I, yeah. but we recruited probably 50 agents in the okay. first year who came to work for us. Now, not every agent that comes to you, some agents only want to do one, two, three transactions. So you have to learn to deal with, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to be a counselor too. You have yeah. to counsel people. You have to be, listen to their problems yeah. and then try to get them restarted again. So we opened up that office there. It was there for at least 10 years, the two of us together. Okay. And you're constantly saying, what is the next step? What right. is the next 
that, that we're going to go into and we we did very well together right 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 as an entrepreneur you need to know about your goal you need to know about your plannings as well as you know if you do not have the goal if you do not have the plannings then you will be not there right so as an entrepreneur you need to build this like it is very important to do that and you know what the most characteristic of an entrepreneur is that to grow having a growth mindset to grow your business you have to be again you have to have that plan you have to write it down you have to have it written down you can't be here you have to write it down you have to read it every day with that plan every day yes okay you have to be persistent today we you know i used to write it down today it shows up every day on your computer what your plan is for the yeah. day so you need short term goals you need long term goals right all right if you if you don't have short term and long term you're not going to make your goal right all right, right? so a short term goal might be today i'm going to talk to five new people yeah Today I'm going to hand out 10 business cards to people. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow for the week I want to be able to sell at least one to two houses this week. Right. And there are the plans. You have to be persistent. Right. All right? Being persistent is 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 probably the second most important thing. But the one that most agents have problem with and this goes with any business if you're in sales. It doesn't matter just real estate. Yeah. Rejection. How do you handle rejection? If you can't handle rejection, you're not going to succeed in any business that you're going to do. It's like riding a horse. You fall off the horse. You've got to get back on that horse again, as it happened to me when I was very young. Okay. Yeah. I was kicked by a horse. All right. It's that beautiful. also put into my mind. But I got back on that horse again to ride it. I didn't have a fear of rejection. Handling the rejections, you need to have that kind of mindset. If you do not have right. that kind of mindset, you won't be able to handle the rejection. Yes, and it will come with your experience, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The more you try, the more you will experience, as well as the more you will learn that how to handle the rejection, and well, with that rejection, you can go. Listen, too many people get up in the morning, yeah, and they drive to work. They have what tunnel vision. They only look this way. They don't look this way. They don't look this way. They go out of their house straight ahead to it. You've got to look all over. You've got to expand yourself. and in their mind hell lot of things are going on and if you're not sleeping at night dreaming your business you're not working hard enough yeah right 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 okay so uh, let's move to our next question uh, how did you manage to grow your business so far i don't think it was fast i'm no young spring chicken okay but i found it took it took me about hmm, at least 20 years to get to the level that i'm at mm. you know when you're in real estate i'll talk specifically about real estate you can be three things you can be a real estate agent the agent is either a professional skier or he sits at the bar has the best clothes on and the best skis but never goes on the slopes yeah. okay so the way, the way that i grew my grew my business was that i surrounded myself with good people yeah you want to associate with good people you want to associate with successful people right. if you want to be a professional bowler You don't bowl with people who only bowl 120. You bowl with people who bowl 200. So that makes you a right. professional bowler. Right. You know, from there. And it's the same thing. So you grow your business, all right, by not being afraid to ask questions, okay, and allowing yourself to accept, you know, things that maybe you wouldn't do, but it's working for other one, other people right. and you you try the, them out, okay? Right. Until right. you find the path and the towards the success. So, right. I'm still growing my business. 
And wow. again, I'm not young. I'm still growing my business. So the second person is, if you're not going to be an agent, you're going to be an owner. Okay? So yeah. either you want a big office yeah. or you want a small office. Yeah. To me, a successful business in real estate, no more than 25, 30 people working for you. I could have owned Remaxes. I could have owned all the big companies, had 50 agents, 60 agents. You might say that translates to more money, not necessarily. Having, surrounding yourself with a good team, yeah. 25 people, very, very manageable, and a lot less liability yeah, on your is, part. Yeah, okay. So uh, as everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties in the business, okay? So Leonard, uh, what are the most common difficulties that you are currently facing as a new realtor or you may be faced in the past and how did you tackle those challenges? Some of the most difficulties that you can run into as a business person or as a real estate agent is, you know, your competition, number one. Yeah. Why do people do business? You have to sit and think, why are people doing business with other people and not choosing you? You're in competition for a new construction site. Yeah. And there's a couple of agents competing and bidding for it. I don't cut my income to get business, okay? okay. Yeah. I have a value. Most people don't put a value on their worth. They're right. willing to cut the worth, you know, from there. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I go on a listing and, and, and someone says, well, will you sell this for 4%? I say, do you want part-time service or full-time service? Oh, I want full-time service. Then you have to pay for full-time service. Correct. That's very important. Yeah. All right. So, you know, the idea is that if you're running into problems, okay, that are slow, like, you know, today, the COVID affected all of us. Yeah. Okay, closed our businesses down, but we still did business. Those who wanted to do business figured how yeah. to do business. Yeah. Okay, the increase in business operating costs are a problem today. All right, rent, electric, gas. Yeah. Okay, technology, keeping up with technology is very expensive today. And I just made a very good move, I feel, the other day, and it's going to benefit everybody in my office here. But finances, I've never had a problem. A lot of companies have problems. If you're not financially safe, okay, yeah. you know, a lot of people have a problem. I've never had a problem, wow. okay, with finances, all right, because I use, I use what I call smart money. I didn't borrow. I earned it, and I kept it, and I used it. Wow. So I never had to go borrow anyone, which is very, very important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Great. <laughs> okay. So uh, what is your growth plan? Like, what is your growth plan? Not just terms uh, in Grant, business, Grant. but also in life. What is my growth plan? Yeah. How much life is left? That's what I say. Listen, my father worked till he was 87 years old. Okay. He lived to almost 100. He lived to almost 100. Yeah. I hope I have that opportunity. Okay. So I take it each year as it is. I just moved into a brand new office six months ago. Wow. But the, you have to adapt to what the business is. Right. With the change in the way technology has afforded agents the opportunity to work at home now, yeah. less because of COVID. You know, I had 3,000 square feet. Now I'm doing more business in 1,500 square feet. It's not that I wanted to downsize. This is a brand new office that I have. I moved my business into a more of a corporate setting. Okay. Yeah. Being able to also, I have people come to me. Okay, who want my help? How did you just like you're asking me? How did you get there? What is your plan? But if, if I'm going to answer that question, my plan is year to year. Okay, I take each year to year. All right, as I go, I'm 72 years old. Do I look it? You wouldn't believe it, would you? 
I was thinking uh, like 40, 45 to 48. I was I'm thinking. 19, I was born in 1950. But I here's, here's what I'm going to say. I have more energy and drive than most young people absolutely, come into the business. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you okay, know, you have planned, like you want to grow. Like, you know, uh, when I listen these things from you, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really no. great most yeah. people think i'm about 57 to 60 years old and uh i wish i was but it doesn't matter you don't think of age Just i can stand up against head. the best of them this is what you get from thinking and planning and being persistent correct, correct, the, truth is, correct. the truth is I've, I've been this color since i was 30 years old <laughs> yeah okay so let's move to our next question that uh since most of home buying and selling process nowadays happens online so how do you take the advantage of online marketing? I hope this answers your question, is that you have to harness the technology today. Yeah. When I first got in the business, there was no email. Email, right. There, there was no <laughs> record keeping. We that, sold houses. Yeah. Today, it's very, very important, okay, that you harness the technology. The unfortunate thing is that as I've looked at it, you know, you have to do some of your business here, then you have to go to this program here on the, then you go on the cloud on this program. And so you're all over the place. You have to make these phone calls during the daytime. And so I've managed now, I just joined and I was, they were pursuing me for about a year, a company that I'm very impressed with right now. And I haven't been with them that long. It takes everything and puts it under one umbrella. Um, can I mention the company or no? Yeah. Can I mention the company? Yeah. If yeah. You yeah. It's, it's called KV Core. KV Core. Okay. It, 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 is, it is a very robust all-in-one platform for brokers. Yeah. It's an all-in-one platform for agents where they can conduct all their business, yeah. get all their training in one location. Wow. It's pricey, but I ventured into it. I signed a one-year contract, and I'm getting very positive feedbacks. In the first week that I used it for myself, I obtained 15 leads, okay, wow. for people who wanted to buy a house the first week. I gave it to my my agents in the office. I don't need the leads. I have enough personal business that's coming. So I give them out to them, and it does tracking of their clients for them. You know, if they come and they register on their site, and then they end up going to another company's site, they get a text automatically that they're on somebody else's site and they get a picture of the house that they're looking at very very comprehensive i'm just learning it myself uh, but uh technology if you you have to stay on top of the technology okay yeah. to succeed especially today and a lot of the older agents have problems with technology you know that yeah they have a lot of the problems to adapt the technology because you know they they are not willing to break their belief system yeah exactly. Not, exactly they are not just uh willing to adapt the uh things that right now you know took uh take up the in the market so uh, yeah. for that reason they are very behind in the business yes very behind and then it's hard for them to catch up and i understand because I'm, you know I'm, I'm their age you know i understand she said i chose a different route let's keep yeah. going let's keep moving forward all right let's yeah. let's not wait for us to be put out the pasture how's, how's that sound yeah. okay yeah so, okay so uh how do you think that uh, like uh, right today social media you know like these taking they are taking a lot of the place in the business so how do you think that social media is going to help the people help the realtor or help the realtor brokerage agent social media yeah i'm all over social media yeah. If you're not on social media, you can't be in real estate anymore. 
Right, right. Even though social media is technology, I would say social media is even more important than if you had all the programs in the world. Right. I post every week. That's why I took advantage of the this blog today, this podcast rather. All yeah. right. I post videos every week. I send videos to my agents every single week, okay. giving them the rundown, giving them the plan, trying to pride them to move forward. Okay. Yeah. And not wait. A lot of people just sit. See, a lot of people just sit and they wait for the bit. They work like caterpillars. You know right. how a caterpillar works very slowly. Yeah. He stops. He waits for his body to catch up and then yeah. he moves. You can't be like that. You need to be on Twitter, which I am. You need to be on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. You need to be on LinkedIn. All right. You need to have your own YouTube channel. Yeah. All right? If you don't have a YouTube channel, you need to learn how to do it. I have a girl in my office here. She's a licensed realtor, but she trains everybody. Not everybody wants to do it because they're afraid to be on camera. Right. It's very easy for me. I was a teacher. Wow. I can talk away. I could yeah. talk for two hours today with you. <laughs> like, uh, do you create content that educate people, educate to your clients, educate to the people who really need to know about the market? Every single year. Some I don't. Okay. Some I'm purchased through a, a company that does my own personal content for them. But I post every single day some type of content wow. to all of my clients on Facebook. If you go on my Facebook business page, okay, you'll see that there's brand new content every single day. In fact, right before I came on, they sent me more content and it's very up to date. It's very important stuff. So, you know, why reinvent the wheel when someone's willing to do for it and you pay for it and you and you get it. So, you know, I say that, you know, if you make $5,000 commission, you take $500, 10% of it, and you invest it back into your business, right. some type of social media and so forth. I said to my assistant this morning, this other site that we're using, we just got probably since last week, it's not the one I was talking about. We probably got 20 leads from there. And I don't know why I'm getting those leads because I'm ready to cut that program out. Now I'm thinking twice, maybe I need to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you had an extra $10,000 of your budget, then how do you spend it and why? $10,000? i am going to take a vacation. I, I, that was an easy <laughs> thing for me to answer. I need a vacation. All right. I don't need the $10,000. Where do you want right? to go? If you gave me $10,000 or I came into an extra $10,000 in my budget, okay, I would utilize probably half of it in promoting the business, trying to recruit some additional caliber agents, decent agents, and take the rest of the money and allow the agents spend it on items that the agents in the office, because it comes back to me. Yeah. Okay, that money comes back to me. I invest in the agent. The agent's going to, in turn, go out and sell more houses, list more houses, and I'm going to get my percentage back. Okay, yeah. threefold. So, ten thousand dollars. I'll take a vacation first. <laughs> and where do you want to go? Where do I want to go? I want to go to. I want to go to Europe. You know, my roots. My roots are in Italy. Okay. So I think I'd like to take a cruise, go through the Greek Isles, okay, okay and then go up through Italy, France, Spain. Wow. So, and I'm already looking at that. That's my goal. That's a goal. See, it's it's on my computer at home. I can do it tomorrow for self-gratification. Yeah. you got to earn it. When you earn it, you enjoy it much better. Right. So, and actually, actually February 26th, I'm going to the Caribbean. I'm uh, taking a cruise with some friends of mine. All right. I take two vacations a year, one in February, another one in the summertime. You know, it gets me away. Wow, cool. That's really great. I've had opportunities. I had a friend. He wanted me to go to China with him. 
Okay. Well, I couldn't go. I said, <laughs> I got a cruise. No, you're going to come, you know, and he, he's, he's an excellent chef. You're going to come with me to China. No, yeah, I can't go. Uh, as I mentioned before, I had friends who wanted me to go to Kerala. I just, yeah. you pick and choose. It's not that I don't want to go there. I'd like to travel the whole world, but you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm on a, I'm on a mission of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is your favorite quotation? Because I believe somehow that would have helped you where you are right now in your, this is, this is one that you've heard. You've heard this all over. If you can't do it right, don't do it at all. Yeah. That's my favorite quote. Yeah. yeah I don't I quote think- other people. Okay, but if you can't do it right, don't do it at all, or you figure a way to do it right. Wow. I see so many people try to do things, and it's so messed up. Even even social media posting, you know, I see people go on social media and they want to do a post or you know something like that or a video, and they're sitting in front of the camera just thinking about what content do I need? What to they're going to say, right? And they're looking, they're drinking a cup of coffee, and then they get start. My assistant came in. She's out in the other room right now. She came in this morning. We were going to plan to do a a live feed on Facebook business page today. We've never done that, and I wanted to do maybe a fifteen minute live feed just to answer about the questions, the market, what's happening in the local area, and so. But see, I wasn't ready. I knew I was doing this today, and I said. No, I have too much other work to do. We'll do it tomorrow or Wednesday, you know, from there. So, but yeah, you have to. Okay. So uh, if you write a book about yourself, then how do you name it? Just like that. Just like that. Wow. Uh, Credit to where credit is due. I heard this from a a person, okay, who uh, is on Facebook. But uh, over the last two years, I've kind of started to think about my life, okay, and, you know, you sh- it, it doesn't matter, you know, you're born, you're born and you die. Yeah. Okay. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. doesn't matter how many years you start a business and you succeed or you fail. Just like that. Put your best foot forward, plan it, have perseverance. And just like that, you'll find success. Yeah. Okay. You'll find it if you want it. It's out there. So. Yeah. I wish everyone the best of success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to talk to you like more and more because I'm really getting excitement. <laughs> but uh, we have only two minutes left time. So we need to wrap this podcast. So, okay, Lena, tell us about your Instagram, Facebook, TikTok or any social media platform so that our audience can get in touch with you and uh, can find you over there. Well, you can email me. I'll give you my email address first of all. All right. Don't try to sell me anything because I won't buy it. It's Lendy, L-E-N-D-E, at Comcast.net, just like my name, Lendy at Comcast.net. And if you're asking me my Facebook, LinkedIn logins and stuff like that, I'm on Facebook. Just search my name, Lendy Finnis or LD Finnis. And the same thing for Twitter, okay? I tweet every day, something small that goes out, you know, from there. And uh, if you're in Philadelphia, look me up. I mean, I'd be more than glad to talk to you in person. What, you know, I have a lot of people call me and they they, they want to just sit, come in and sit and they want to chat. I'm a motivator. I can motivate people. <laughs> One time I thought about becoming a motivational speaker, yeah. you know, and, uh, and you know what, I'll, I'll tell you what it attributes to. It goes back to my father. Okay. Mm-hmm. My father was never afraid of anything growing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and he's had a very successful life. And I grew up not wanting for anything, not spoiled. Yeah. Okay. So we are less than a minute. So let me uh, finish this podcast. Okay. Hey guys, do make sure you follow Leonard as he's a wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to him, whatever your real estate needs. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Leonard, for the being on the show. And it was an honor to hosting you today. Thank you. It was great being here with you. So that said, I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.